Well, we gather round on this night to share some stories while you catch your flight. Show that you're short, it's not too long, it's perfect for your morning run. Or if you're on the yard, or if you're inside your car, and I just hope that wherever you are, you'll be a part of our chance conversation. So I'm not rattling around keys, I'm going to take my bottle opener off the deal. More friendly for the podcast, you know, versus clacking around oh, the keys yeah. every like that's thirty it. seconds. I'm with you. Play like Joey over, over there. Good job. Way to think ahead, there, Rob. Yeah, Rob. Way to think ahead. Now, yeah, are we? <laughs> How do we do start our mini episodes? We don't do it like with a host thing or anything. No, like no we do have hosts for the mini episodes. It's just more laid back and there's less form. To it. You just, just introduce us and tell them what we're doing. Yeah, say, so, you know, this ceremony, so blah, blah, blah. Yep, that's all you gotta do. You don't even matter because all that right there just explained it. Yep, except, for, except for what we're doing. You had your job done for you. Okay. Alright, cool deal. Even though Rob did host the last episode. He did host the last episode. But you see, Rob decided he wanted the whole read. month of October to revolve around him. <laughs> I would do it, but I can't read the. That's kind of loud. <laughs> Billy, could you please stop urinating in the kitchen? We've told you about this. There's a perfectly good bathroom ten feet away. It's got one of Tom Hanks urinations going on <laughs> in a league of their own. Oh, that's not going to be loud and annoying either. What? This right here is not. <laughs> yeah, that might be a little loud. <laughs> Professional podcasting 101. Goodness. All right. Here we are, September 23rd, mini-episode, Chance Conversation. My name's Rob, I'm going to be your host tonight, and tonight with me we have... Joey. Russell. Billy. And tonight, on the agenda, we're going to be talking about Oktoberfest, the celebration, and also we're going to be trying out some beers tonight. Uh, real quick fun facts on Oktoberfest, where it comes from. I'm sure y'all heard something about it. Now, Rob, I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. Are we, are we going to bombard everybody with fun facts at the beginning, or do you want to... Sprinkle them in lightly throughout the the tasting to help <laughs> sprinkle them. I vote for I vote for the lightly sprinkled fun facts. Little 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 uh, little Easter eggs, yeah. little nuggets of truth. Just Let's start with the origin. Give us the origin. That's a good place to start right. any story. Yeah. The origin, right there. Right. Spider Man. <laughs> okay, we don't need another origin. I didn't I, I didn't write down just a ton of stuff, but yeah, uh, Oktoberfest has been going on since 1810. And that's in Munich, Bavaria, Germany. All right. And it all started when this one prince married this one princess, and they invited everybody to uh, take part in the celebration. That's 205 years. I didn't get an invite. There you go. I did that in my head. Uh, But since then, this little uh, celebration has really turned into a big thing. Uh, Currently, it's the world's largest vote fest. For instance, uh, uh, I think annually there's around 6 million people that attend. Oh. Uh, last year there were over 7.7 million liters of beer that were drank in 16 days. Sounds like heaven. <laughs> okay, uh, are you talking about... Like, the Oktoberfest in Munich. At the one Oktoberfest there's 6 million people? Is that what you said? Over 16 days. Well, oh, and those numbers were from 2010, mind you. But you've got the same people coming back every day, mm. lots of times. 
Yeah. Uh, how how is how is that? Are you talking about daily daily? Like if if the four of us go and we're there all sixteen days, does that count as? Well, happy? we'd be dead for one. So we would be here until the day. I'd enjoy that death though. <laughs> 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 all right, so that uh, sounds like a destination podcast right there. All right, first nugget of truth dispensed. All right, on origin. Uh, first, we have up is Victory Fest beer. Okay, so it's an Oktoberfest style. Let's see. So it's not a true Oktoberfest. It is not. Most Oktoberfest inspired. It's yes, it's Oktoberfest inspired. Cool. Does anyone know anything about Victory? I do not. I do not either. Uh, looks like it's Pennsylvania beer. Cool. Okay. I mean, I've heard of the company. I just don't know anything about them. We do these in well, numerical order. Yeah, sure. The color. Rob's got little tasting glasses with numbers on them. Yeah. I'm number three. I'm for number those of two. Are keeping track at home. Yeah. Two for Joe. They're the exact same thing in each glass, but if everyone would like to tell what numbers on the glass, we can. I'm number seven. I mean, so on your, if they on, can't see, I would like to tell if my number is two. On your scorecard, number three is Russell. All right, now this beer—it's a uh, amber in color. Yep. You can see a lot of a lot of bubbles coming it's up. Good so carbonization to it. Yeah, decent carbonization. Give it a sniff. Taste. Smells like beer. It, yeah, it's got a good aroma to it. It does. It. Yeah. Mmm. I know what my first thought is immediately. What's that? Very similar to Fat Tire. Like the taste I'm getting from it. Yeah, the the malty roasted mm-hmm. roasted malt. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's a little bit of a, a fruit flavor in there too. It almost sounds like, and it's got a, a good clean finish. I think I'm only able to point that out because I drink a lot of fat tire, and it's fat tire is a very unique taste. So it's very interesting. It's something to me tastes like that. What do you think, Russ? It is very malty. Um, smooth. It's very smooth for an Oktoberfest. Uh, I don't know if it sticks to the Oktoberfest style necessarily. <laughs> well, and that's but, the thing. It's not. It's that's what we're. Yeah. I didn't mean to disparage the beer at all when I said it, but it's not a true Oktoberfest, which is not a knock on it. It's right. it's an Oktoberfest inspired beer. It's as the bottle reads, a rich amber lager in the tradition of Oktoberfest. It doesn't claim to be an Oktoberfest. Now, I was going to let the beers know. When we finish this, we're going to take a picture of the bottles of the beers we sampled, so we put it on our Facebook, and so you're able to see what the bottles look like, and so you can, if you see it in your local store this October, you know, September, October, maybe early November, you can pick it up. All right, Billy, since you're not drinking, what is, can you describe what the label is for, like where it's from, does it say, I know Rob kind of said that earlier, but alcohol content? Yeah, it's, um, the alcohol content on the label is 5.6%. Yeah. Um. The label is a dark blue. You've got the big red V for victory. That's apparent on the neck and the main. And it's a cartoon kind of style. What are they doing? Drawing. There, by the way, Russell, what are they doing? You're our, you're our brewmaster. It looks like they are probably in a mash step in a very traditional way, but it looks like they're stirring a big cauldron of <laughs> yeah hops down yeah, here. Yeah, I, aprons. I think those are leaves, but. <laughs> are they? Are they leaves? <laughs> <coughs> All right. As I'm prepping, I think those are leaves. But yeah, I mean they're like stirring some big pot of probably barley. Barley. There you go. There you go. There you go. And if you're in Michigan, you get a ten cent deposit on this if you return it. 
California, you get a cash refund. <coughs> That's not specified, though. It just says cash refund. It doesn't say how much. It's a guaranteed 10 cents in Michigan. Oh. Uh, you know, if we loaded up like a couple mail trucks, <laughs> if I feel we got 20 bucks. <laughs> As y'all finish those up and take a little drink of water just to clean your palate between, moving on to the next beer. Um, real quick, other little nugget of truth. What we're drinking tonight is, uh, of course, Oktoberfest beers, also known as Marsons because they're brewed in March. March. There you go. Best month of the year. Life. Is that your birthday? As coincidence would have it, yes it is. <laughs> I never knew that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now I never knew. <laughs> for the audience, I, uh, I, I feel like what? I should let everyone know that Russell so far has he had said, one sample and one beer. I'm like, Whoop. yes it is. And I'm I'm kind of meant to say what a coincidence or something uh, like that. And I'm like, I never knew that. Like, I never knew when my birthday was. You just found out. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Rob, for telling me when my birthday is. Now, right. you want to take pictures of them together or you want to do them side by side? Yeah, let's just do one picture. Yeah. Uh, that'll make it easier. And we can we can set them over here and I'll line them up so we can keep order. Of, that uh, will make it easier for the person that curates our Facebook page. Yes, whoever that curator is. Who's also the editor, uploader. Our staffer. What's her name now? We Jessica. Gotta, Jennifer. Je- we really should you. keep this straight. Come on. Well, listen. She doesn't come Joan, on for the next bolt. Joan. Was it Joan? <laughs> it started with a J. It did start with and a J. It was Jessica. Starts, Jessica. Uh, yeah. Joey knows. Who is our Joey's staffer? already had several sexual harassment. Megan. Megan. I already she was the Canadian. Yep. Yes. And oh. she left because of your rant. Oh. <laughs> Uh, I think there's worse things that could happen. All right, anyways, moving on. Uh, as we were talking about Marsons, average Marson uh, varies between 5.3 and 5.6 alcohol by volume. And uh, they range anything from an amber to a golden color. Generally speaking, they have a malty flavor and a clean and dry finish. All right, now, all that being said, uh, you three, or you two gentlemen and myself, how, how, would you, uh, how would you rank that between a one to five before we move on to the next one? I give it four because Fat Tires are my favorite beers. I'm just very similar to that. So, so Joey rates it a four. I'm going to go with, we can do like, are we doing whole numbers or partial numbers? Can you can do that? you can do partial. I'm going to do like a 3.7. Okay. I mean, it was okay. It just wasn't, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm subconsciously comparing it to others that I've had. And that might not be a good thing, but. Yeah, I'll go with 3.7 for now, and we'll see what the other ones look like. Okay. Well, I'm going to price this right, both of y'all, and shoot for uh, 3.9. Oh. So, there you go. All right, moving on now. We're going to... I'll rate the bottle art at a three. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're going to be... And I'm going to go ahead and hand this one to Billy. Sierra Nevada, very well-known brewery. I don't drink a lot of their stuff because they make a lot of IPAs. And That's I feel niche. about the same... But Canadians as I do IPAs, which you say it is not a favorable. But their pale ale, which is not an IPA, their pale ale is very good. I will recommend I like that. Pale ale. I like their IPA too. Oh, yeah. They make torpedo, I think. I think that's a Sierra Nevada torpedo. IPA. I think so. But I mean, I like IPAs as well. But yeah. you know, knowing that Rob does it, the pale ale is a tamer version. 
Now, it's not as carbonated. That's the first thing it's I know. It's not as dark either. It's not as yeah, dark either. Yeah, it's somewhere between. What would you even call it? I don't know. What's the name of this beer? Billy. Is it just Oktoberfest? Oktoberfest. Okay. Yeah, Nevada Oktoberfest. Kind of orange tinge. Apple yeah. juice. Is apple the juice. color blind one? I'm going to say. Color apple juice. Purple. 73. <laughs> 73. <laughs> All right. Not as aromatic on the nose. It's not. Not as much flavor as the victory. Mm-mm. It's uh, it's, it's lighter, lighter, but it's, it's, it's lighter definitely. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's got the clean, dry finish. There's no aftertaste to it, really. Lighter. That's a big thing I'm noticing. Yeah. Sierra Nevada is lighter than the victory was. Yeah, it'd be a good introduction to an Oktoberfest, I think, for somebody that hasn't mm-hmm. delved into the craft beer market a whole lot and they want to try an Oktoberfest. But as far as as far as depth of flavor, I think the victory had a little yeah. bit more. Thanks, so. Okay. What do you got for us on the bottle, Billy? Well, it's a 6.0% alcohol by volume. Woo! The sixer. Uh, the bottle art is very, very old-fashioned. Uh, it's got the old kind of a scroll text to it. It's got a picture painting of an old German village. It's actually brewed. They have two breweries in Chico, uh, California, and Mills River, North Carolina. Huh. But they I, are, I always thought they were California. Beer. I didn't know they had the North Carolina. Sierra Nevada is in California. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, my guess would be that North Carolina is a newer brewery. Mm. But it says on the back that they partnered with one of Germany's oldest breweries to create a true festival beer like no other. Brewery. I know Sierra Nevada is definitely one of the bigger uh, independent beer companies. Yeah. You know. Yep. And they do it's, make some good beer. I'll give the art a four. Okay, I've got to start a separate oh, ranking. I was, was going to kind of poke fun at the fact that it just said they teamed with one of Germany's oldest breweries, but they didn't name it. But it is named on the front. It's brewed in collaboration with Brawlhaus. Is it Brawl? Brawl. I was going to let Brawl Rob read it. I'm Brawl, not the best Brawl. German. Rob, read that right there, Mr. German speaker. Brawlhaus Miguel. Not to be mistaken with the Which, Brahas goth band of the early 80s. Brahas just means brew house. Right. Uh, Regal, I'm guessing, means royal. I was looking at my phone and was not trying to pay attention, but I saw, I was talking about Oktoberfest. I'd seen on Facebook a lot of things talking about trying to ban Oktoberfest. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, did anyone else see that? About I that? just tried looking it up, but there's no credible sources that say anything about it. It's all right wing or left wing. Politic, you know, websites. There's no. Yeah, I've heard it was on fake news. Yeah, yeah, yeah based on a bunch of fake news. Probably somebody saw, but they were saying that people of the Muslim faith were trying to ban Oktoberfest because in countries they live, it indulges in drinking alcohol and nudity. And yeah. I don't think there's any traction to it. I, I well, because I, I, I thought about that, and I looked it up, and I was like, there's nothing that says anything about that. I mean, it's credible. So. I will say this on that topic. That's the one thing I hate most about Facebook when people share news stories and all you have to do is look at the site name. <laughs> yeah. and like that is the most bogus yeah. source, you know, and people they don't know to look for that kind of stuff. And so yeah. so much of that, whether it's banning that or the government's coming to do this, you know, this, that or the other or so So don't you worry people out there, they are not banning Oktoberfest. We're yeah. we're good. Now we're gonna be here for years to come. Before we move on to our next beer. Let's talk about the Sierra Nevada real quick on our rating scale. Oh, yeah, we've got a rating. Okay. Uh, Joe, you want to shoot first on it since we're going in a I give it a three. You're going to go with a three. And Russell? I'll stay on the whole scale. 
Okay. <laughs> Makes things easier. Just to be different, I'm going to be 3.1. Yeah. But I kind of agree with Joey's <laughs> assessment. I like the alcohol content of it. I mean, but... Well, but the first one was 5.6, and this one was 6. But so. it had so much more flavor, the Victory did. Um, I'm going to actually shoot with y'all. I'm going to go with uh, 3.05. Oh! <laughs> 100. Breaking it down to the 100. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, next up, we've got Abita. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about Abita. All right, Abita. It is brewed in Abita Springs, Louisiana. Yes, it is. It is Oktoberfest, Marzen-style lager. The alcohol content of this is 5.4%. Mm. It says here that it is a German-style lager brewed with pale Munich and crystal malts. There's a glare that I thought the net. And I, <laughs> this is going to be great. We're, we're, we're not drinking that tonight. Yeah, but crystal malts, not, not the other. It's a full-bodied malty lager that has a copper color and is hopped and dry hopped with German... Holotile hops, giving it its pleasant, spicy hop aroma. I don't smell anything. I don't know if I just caught a cold or anything, but I, I, it's it's not an over. It's not very aromatic, but I do like the smell. I would say it's like slightly it. darker than the Sierra Nevada, but not quite as dark as the first. Yeah, Victory. more. Yeah, definitely copper. Uh, more of a reddish tone, amber and copper. Not mm. very carbonated. Yeah, there is less bubbles in this than the first two for sure. It's more of a hot presence in that one. Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, that's hot. You can taste the hops on the back end, mostly, I think. I taste it right oh, yeah. on the back end. I taste it immediately. They hit me immediately. Yeah. So if you like the parallels <coughs> and IPAs and you want a good Oktoberfest. It's really dry beer. at the end. That's yeah. really dry. Is it, is it that's spicy how, to y'all? Spicy? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we're calling the hop splitter. Oh. Yeah. Okay. The the hop not not no. like not like pepper spice. No, 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 no. It's slightly. I, I call hop spicy. I don't know. No, I get a little bit of spice right after the hops, but not. I mean, it's not like seeing that to me. The hops totally overwhelms that malt. Yeah, to me it does. Yeah, it does. The bittering agent overpowers the sweetness there. Yeah, the way I would describe that is the combination of Oktoberfest and probably a pale ale. It's on the hoppier side. Before we go to uh, bottle art, rating scale, Joey. I give it a three. Russell? I might have to go like a 2.8 because if I'm drinking an Oktoberfest, as much as I like pale ales and IPAs, that's not what I'm looking for in an Oktoberfest. So. Yeah. I concur. I'm going to uh, blackball it at 1.5. Whoa. Mm. Whoa. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like a lot of Abita stuff. But no love not- for Abita. This is it's not got hops in it. This man's not kind. Of, man's not <laughs> I mean, kind. well, every beer's got hops. It's just when hops are overpowering. I, I, I'm very curious. All right. All right. I'll, I'll, on the bottle art here. And for those of you listening at home who are like, who is this crack wagon over here talking about the art? <laughs> I will say. Crack wagon. Crack Yeah. Crack wagon. <laughs> anyway. Um. I do pay a lot of attention to the artwork on either books or album covers, and I talked to you about this quite a bit about what an album cover because it it usually represents quite a bit of the amount of resources and attention they pay to detail, right. regardless of the product. Um, well, I mean, for the most yes, part. I, I agree, but I would I would just say as far as qualifications go, we've established you as the comic book person in the group, 
So you've probably seen or consumed more art than right. the rest of us. Right. So gotcha. you would be the person to... Yeah, I mean, no graphic design. Right. <laughs> uh, no, the artwork is very simple. Uh, it has a beta, and it's got wheat. Yeah, that's like. the beta logo. The beta logo. blue and white Oktoberfest banners. Yeah, the blue and white banner. It looks very French. Uh, <laughs> fill in a little bit of that Cajun, that oh, little French yeah, Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oktoberfest is, an, I don't know, it's a, it's a nice, neat, clean label. Um, it's a shorter it's recognizable. It's a shorter bottle. Short We've got that. We've got a few short fat bottles. I think Sierra Nevada was a short fat bottle as well. Um, you know what? I'll give I'll give the the bottle here a solid three and a half, three point five. Okay. Um, on to another little uh, quick. Uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the uh, the toast. Prost is uh, it's like the German take on saying cheers. All right, you say prost, which is just roughly translates to cheers, I believe. Fun little fact, I looked right in there, someone said a, a word of caution on saying it in Romania, because apparently it translates to something completely different. It means dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> so, careful if you decide to make that little German toast in Romania, don't say prost, because what you're actually doing is screaming dumbass to the person you're trying to drink with. Word of caution, listeners. Yep. For all of our Romanian listeners. <laughs> I guess they would already know, so it's not news to them. Hopefully so. <laughs> All right, and if so, we apologize for <laughs> for all you Romania listeners. Yes, uh. I think after the Canadian debacle and what was the other one, the Mongolian. Mongolian mm-hmm. I think we're. In a, I don't think we need to apologize to anybody at this point. If I never apologized to Canada. If that's, <laughs> that's kind of my point. I, I never mean, apologized to Mongolia. I don't think Romania is the, the most slotted. Uh, this uh, this beer we're about to try is Mother's, and it is from St. Louis. Billy can tell you about that the label. It makes a good beer. Mother's yeah, Mother's? Good beer. Uh, it's it got a little bit of smell. Less aroma than the others to me. And uh, not this a whole lot of carbonization four. there. I was going to say, I was pleased with the carbonation when you initially Well, according it. to the label, it says it goes great with... Brats, grilled veggies, cabbage, baked ham, <laughs> smoked trout, and even mac and cheese. Even mac and cheese. Even Did you mac bust and out cheese. the smoked trout? Do you have any uh, smoked trout? You know, I do have some. <laughs> I brought it for lunch to work. It's been in my lunchbox all day. Yeah. I can. No. Um, I'll let you gentlemen taste it and kind of talk about it. Did it mention pasteurized cheese going on? Definitely got cori in there. This, to me, tastes the most like a Oktoberfest the ones I've had so far. Joey has it, you know, well, I talk about beers that are overly hoppy, and I don't like those. If it's got uh, any uh, degree of coriander in it, Joey will bow out really quickly. And it's he, not overpowered. It's not overpowered. Yeah, yeah. But, but I can taste it. But if it's got yeah. too much, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But you'll drink almost engine oil, but if it's got coriander, it's not. Yeah. Just saying. Robbie is averse to hops. Joey is averse to coriander. <laughs> Do you have any aversions? I'm averse to bad beer. <laughs> there you go. Uh, any other thoughts on the taste? Clean? Clean? Yeah, not a whole lot of taste, honestly. Uh, but there's not an overpowering of hops. That's good uh, for me. I will say it's not very remarkable, but I'm, I agree with Joey. It does have more of the traditional Oktoberfest flavor, I mean. flavor that the others did not. I agree with that statement. 
Uh, on the ratings real quick, and then we're going to move. I give it a two. It's just not my cup of tea. But my thing is, if it's going to have coriander in it, I want it to be full flavor, you know, to have something that makes it worthwhile. <laughs> I'm going to say, was that? last one was a beta. I like it better than the beta. I'll go with the three. I'm going to give it a two. Because um, I wasn't particularly impressed, but I'm not going to blast it like I did the Abita. So, Well, the bottle, <clears throat> we got another short squatty bottle. It's 5.5%. I will say out of the, this is the fourth, this is the first one that didn't stay on the label that in the style of, or it's an October type. Mm. It just says it is an October fest. Because most of them did say in some form or the other. I think that one, the Sierra Nevada was the one that said Oktoberfest. But the other two says uh, in the tradition of Oktoberfest, and it's a Marzen style lager. Um, the cover, you got the blue and white checkered pattern, and then you've got the, the, the casks, then it's the old school. Full on it, I will so. say something, Billy. You're doing artwork. I find it interesting that Mother's does have pretty good artwork, but I'm not that impressed. Yeah, the artwork on this one is very, not, very kind of simple. I guess maybe that's what they're going uh, for, perhaps. Maybe it's going uh, for. I like the logo. The logo is the heart with the band. It looks kind of like the old. Does that say the, old school on the front? It says old school on the front. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's it. Maybe that's uh, <laughs> but you know, the Mother's lo- logo is very reminiscent of like the mom tattoos you yeah, see on right, the yeah. or whatever. You know. yeah. But yeah, I'll give the art too. I mean, it's. I can tell by the quality of art that they probably put a lot of work into mm-hmm. it, but it's it's a little simple for like Oktoberfest. Alright, now we're moving on to Oh, this is interesting. Okay, this is uh Goose Oktoberfest. Alright. I haven't drank a lot of Goose. Uh someone told me, Oh yeah, Goose Oktoberfest, it's great, based on everything else that they put out. And I was like, Yeah. You say goose, you are you are you talking like Goose Island? Goose mm-hmm. Island, sorry. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I absolutely know nothing from Goose Island that I think I I've like. only had an IPA bomb. Yep. I believe that's it. Well, have you, have, did y'all like it? It was good, uh, but I kind of, I kind of hate to say this, but I've kind of steered away from Goose Island beers since they were bought out by one of the macros. Uh, oh, they were. By one of the big three, I forget which one. And it's not that I won't drink stuff by those three, it's right. just, I prefer to support the smaller guys. I mean, I'll be, when we were in Tulsa last weekend, I had a Killian's on tap. You know, that's bought out by Chorus, but I love Killian's on tap. <laughs> I rarely ever get it, but they have to have it there. So I understand. Sometimes there's exceptions to the rule for me, but not all the time. Not most of the time. Now we're moving on. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you have any snippets for us? Oh, yeah, sure, on snippets. Um, Let's lightly sprinkle something here. Lightly sprinkle. All right. I remember seeing something in a lot of the German uh, beer bottles I get, and it has this long German word, and I'm going to go ahead and slaughter this one. Uh, this is Reinheitsgebot. Okay, Reinheitsgebot. Mm-hmm. All right, which roughly translates to purity order. All right, uh, the Germans were among the first. Now, the Romans actually did uh, some food safety laws back in their day, mm-hmm. but this is one of the first ones in Germany that was passed. And it was the purity law or purity order of 1516. And you know, some a lot of German beers that'll actually have that on there. At Oktoberfest in Munich, there's only six breweries that can serve beers there, and they're all within Munich. They consist of Augusteiner, Hackersch 4, Lowenbrau, Paulaner, and Spaten. 
Uh, we actually have a spot tonight. It'll be our last up. I was saving the True German Oktoberfest for last tonight. You know, in my opinion, I'm going to insert this one. Einger Oktoberfest, which is 17 kilometers outside of Munich. Best one. That's my opinion. But Do you have any of that the geographical cut? No. I, didn't, I haven't been able to get a hold of any this year yet. Unfortunately, I will agree. It's probably the best Oktoberfest I've had. And I will say, Rob, it's true. I've seen a lot, even before. I, I mean, I happen to know what he was talking about the period law, but I used to see that on beers. I'd be like, what the world are they talking about? Yeah, brewed over the purity laws. You know? yeah, there's only certain ingredients that they yeah, so you can. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. And according to what I read on it, uh, they used to throw all kinds of things into beers to make them keep longer. Everything from soot. To all kinds of weird spices, and uh, one of the things that has kind of a religious influence to it is because sometimes uh, brewers would throw in uh, pagan spices. Spices are used in pagan rituals mm. into their beers, and kind of back to that Christian Germany <coughs> kind of thing. They wanted to. This is one of those purity order. It's uh, religious. Right. It's food safety. It's all wrapped into one. So. Well, this Moving is the, this beer. I would say this is the darkest one we've had. Or it's close to the first one. It's close to the victory. Yeah, I can't say if we're looking at everybody's glasses, this is probably <laughs> the darkest ones we had um, in comparison to the others. Definitely. Definitely the darkest. Strong it, malty smell. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's got a very good aroma to it. Yeah. And I noticed it poured a little bit ahead in each one of our, uh, the yeah. tasters, too. But not highly oh, carbonated. Yeah. Would you oh. say that there's hint of dried apricot? Apricot? And toffee. People say apricot. I can get the apricot or apricot. It's either one. I mean, it's, I can get the apricots over. I can get the toffee. I don't know. I don't get any toffee. That's what states there on the bottom of the label. Actually, I like apricot this. and toffee That's aroma. Good. That's yeah. I mean, me too. It's six point four percent. That's the highest that's, one tonight. Yeah, six point four. It's not within the seventeen IBUs. Seventeen IBUs is key. It's. It is. I mean, you Russell's know, the only real brewer here. He's the only, only one here that's going to know what IBUs stand for. International Bitterness Units. Okay. The, the higher the IBUs, the more you're not going to like it. The more hoppy, I guess, it is. Ah, uh, bitter, kind of bitter scale. Yep. It states here, it has explicit instructions. Oh, does it? Yes. It oh. Served in a stein. Served in a stein. Well, uh, what was yeah, okay. You, you know that traditionally steins could only be made of stoneware and not glass. Interesting. If it's a glass stein, it's not a true stein. Hmm. Ooh, Oktoberfest nugget from my vessel over here. Yeah. Very good. Well, while y'all are tasting, I'll just talk about the label real quick. That's a good idea. My favorite label so far. Yeah. Um, I like the artwork on it. I like the font, the type. Uh, it's very different. A lot of them, they have kind of the arching name of the company at top, and then a logo, and then the basic name. And this one's a little different. Um, Doctor said. Oh, yeah. set in, it's got uh, the alpine hat. I it's got like the that. alpine hat. It's got the style of the mug behind it. Um, it's got the blue and white checkered pattern. Well, see, and, that's one thing I was looking at earlier. The blue and white checkered pattern is very, very subtle. Yeah. On this bottle, it is. I mean, it's just in the form of a, a ribbon, ribbon underneath the hat. Underneath the hat, and there's a little corner peeking out. It's the traditional Marzen. Again, it doesn't say in the style of and the tradition of, and uh, yeah, no, I, I really, I'm really liking the bottle. It's a uh, Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago, Illinois, Go Baldwinsville, Chicago. New York, Fort Collins, Colorado. 
I may have to rethink my position on yeah. drinking Goose Island beer. And I will say, you know, it is an Anheuser-Busch property now. Uh, but with uh, any buyouts, with any buyouts, regardless of the company or the product, you know, you have to you have to be cautious of how much interference they have. Some buyouts, they say, we're buying you. Y'all keep doing whatever y'all are doing. We're not going to touch it. Other companies, they buy something out, and they want to completely change it and kind of make it into zone. So uh, y'all, y'all have tasted it. Y'all, what do y'all think? I'm going to rate that one. Okay, no, I, we've been going in order. I apologize, I'm out of order. Joey, what do you think? Well, since I'm going with whole numbers, and I'm not going to give it a five. I'll give it a four, though. Solid four. That's fair. Yeah. I only reserve fives for things I really enjoy. <laughs> yeah, if you're sticking on a whole number scale, five <laughs> yeah. means perfect. Yeah. I'm going to go... I'm going to go four as well. Because I like it better than the victory, but it's not... Phenomenal, but it's the best one we've had so far. So. I'm going to go with 4.1. Mm-hmm. Oh, highest one we've had tonight. Mm-hmm. I will say on the art, give my art, did I give an art rating? Yeah. Did you give the rating? Oh, you didn't give the rating. You know what? I'll say a 4.2. I'll say a 4.2. It's really, I, I really like the art. It's very modern. It stand, when, when you look at this collection of bottles as I'm setting them up next to each other, that one really is it's a tall bottle, but it stands out. Yeah. It, it has a different different set. And yeah. and again, marketing, advertising, that kind of stuff, if you've got a product and they're sitting next to all the other products on the shelf that are alike, yeah. the ones that look different are going to catch the eye first. I agree. I like the art. I don't like the text. See, that's the part I like the most yeah, about see, that, it. That's me too. I like the text. It's off-centered a little bit. Me, I'm a purist. I like the original German labels and American microbrews. Nah. Nah. That's all I feel about. Uh, on to nuggets real quick. There's a reason I am so obsessed with Oktoberfest. See, when I was a itty-bitty cotton top, okay, when I was a little kid, up on uh, the hearth of our fireplace, my dad had two giant beer signs. These things were like two and a half feet tall, both of them. He had two of them. Uh, one of them was... Massive, and I do mean massive. So they're not the ones that are currently sitting up there. Uh, my sister has them now. Oh, okay. Well, I say the ones I've seen at, at, at your dad's place—they're considerably small, the two and a half feet. Oh, those are those are my Sam Adams Oktoberfest. I uh, to kind of replace those, but no, the uh, the two ones he had, he bought when he was in Germany. He was stationed in Germany when he was a young man when he was in the army. And uh, my dad wasn't much of a beer man, but when he was in Germany, he loved everything that they had. And he went to a couple beer festivals, and he told me about them. But one of them uh, had, of course, it was kind of a scene depicting um, a beer festival in, a, in like a beer garden. It had uh, folks playing instruments, singing songs, and dancing and stuff. And the other one had the Lord's Prayer in German. And he always talked to me about Germany and... That's what I always associated with those steins. And so, from a very early age, I had an interest in uh, German beer culture. And it's by far my favorite. So, here we are. Alright, now, uh, our last beer of the evening is going to be an actual true German beer. Uh, as this far is one as, that can be served at... Uh, yep, this? correct, correct. It's, this one uh, is from Munich. And this is Spotten. Um... I'm not, okay, I'm not going to talk about it, but this Oktoberfest by Spot, even though it comes from Munich, you can get this beer year-round. 
which I kind of feel kind of breaks the tradition. But at any rate, this is Spot in Oktoberfest. We're getting ready to start. I don't know if it's darker than the last one, though. Close. It's pretty dark. According to what I read, a lot of the Oktoberfest... I think this is darker than the other. I think this is the darkest. Mm. And when we're saying dark, I would compare this to what we just say, sweet tea. Dark. Yeah. According to glass. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. I, my different Without opinion, ice. Good, I mean, good, good, style good sweet tea. Yeah, yeah, good sweet tea. Not as dark as coat, by any means. You can see, you can see through it, but still dark. It's got a weird finish, doesn't it? In comparison with what we've had so far, it's got weird. It, it's 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 different. Not bad, just different. Anyone got a line on that? No. No. What is that? What is that like? It tastes malt, but it, it's got a lot of flavor, but it doesn't have much of a kick. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's not got a lot of back end to it. It's sort of like kind of a roasted malty flavor. Yeah. But maybe a little bit of a metallic tang. <laughs> yeah, I can see the metallic. Like maybe pennies. A little bit of copper. Just a little bit of copper. <laughs> I was going to say the opposite of what Joey said. There's not a whole lot of flavor up front for me. Usually you start off with that strong malty. See, I'm getting at the back. Yeah, everything starts at the back, I think. It's it's all back end for me. Yeah, there's no, there's no malt up front at all. Sometimes... The real thing doesn't live up to our fantasy. Um, and I feel like that's the case with Spot. No offense to you fine folks in Munich, but you have lost your way. Now, Rob, I would like to ask you, I'm assuming you've had probably every one of the ones that are from there. What's your favorite? Okay. I mean, I know I know, Iinger is your favorite overall, but from Munich. From Munich. Um, I have never actually had Augersteiner. Augustiner is the only one I haven't had of the official six. Okay. I've had Hackers 4. Um, okay, I'll take that back. I haven't had Augustiner. I haven't had Lohenbrauch. So that leaves uh, four of the six. But I've had Hackers 4, um, Paul Aner, Spotten. Yeah, um, I'm going to say Paul Aner, actually. Of the official Oktoberfest, Paul Aner was my favorite. Has anyone else had Paul Aner? Russell? I think yes, I've had, had it. it. Yeah. It's pretty solid. I'm pretty sure I've had one with you before. Yeah, Paul Aner is very solid. Hacker Score is okay. I'm going to go ahead and say that uh, Spotten is my least favorite of the Munich October. I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a two. Two. That was a low rating from Joey. I'm in the same boat. I'm going to go with a two point three. I don't know if maybe not to infringe on. Billy's saying, what was the content real quick? Did it say 5.5? 5.9. 5.9. Which is weird. weird. Mm. You think it had more flavor than that high I was trying to see if there was a bottling date. It just has an expiration date. of. It didn't taste skunky. I don't think that was the problem. Well, I, no, I'm not saying that it was skunk. I'm just wondering, since Rob says it's, it's bottled year-round, uh, you know, maybe it was expired. Not not necessarily expired, just been in the bottle a while. Yeah, because uh, it says it doesn't expire until May of next year. Uh, Dang, that's a long. Well, well I will assume any imported beer. I mean, this is an assumption, but any imported beer, you would lose a certain freshness the longer it does stay in the bottle. 
Traditionally speaking, here's another nugget of truth for you fine folks. The traditional brewing season in Germany lasts from September through April. Okay, Marsons, of course, brewed in March. But Marsons are special in that they keep longer than most beer types out there. And that's going back since they've been brewed, which they started, Marsons started being brewed in the form that we kind of sort of know them since uh, the 1500s. Okay. They've always managed to keep longer than average beers. You think about a think about a beer that was brewed way back when, brewed in March, and then you could still drink it and it tastes good in late September. That's kind of impressive for back then, you <laughs> yeah. know. So I say, looking at the bottle, it says here, thirteen ninety seven. That's why it tastes like that. Thirteen ninety seven. I'm on topic of the bottles. You know, you've got the green bottle, the tall bottle, but it's classic. You know, all the other bottles that we looked at, they had the checkered pattern as like a background or, well, for, actually I'm looking at it here. I'm going to sidetrack for just a moment, Rob, but our victory, no checkered pattern. No blue and white checkered. The Sierra Nevada has a red and orange or red and gold mm-hmm. checkered pattern. doesn't even have the blue and white. The other three have the blue and white and this one here, um, the Spartan. 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 Thank you. I want to make sure I pronounce it right. It's very much blue and white checkered. That, that's the background. That's the color. Um, you can very much kind of look at it and kind of assume that besides the font and some of the text in the image, it could have stayed the same since 1397. <laughs> um, it looks like a very classic, very regal, yeah. um, very, very regal label. I, I would assume that a lot of your traditional Oktoberfests from Munich have this general style. Right. Uh, I find it interesting they went with the green bottle. I mean, as beer guys, we kind of do know that brown yeah. bottles are the way to go. They, they keep yeah. out most light. So I find it interesting that they still go with the green bottle. Right. <laughs> well, I would assume with something as old as 1397, some amount of traditionalism yeah, um, might come true. into play there. I, They've I, always had green bottles. Yeah, so I don't really, I don't know that for any kind of fact, but um, you know, anything that old, you'd have to. Y'all keep on talking. I'm just well, calculating that, totals here. That could averages. contribute to the could contribute to the taste. Yeah, the fact that it's in a green bottle. Yeah. Well, and the green bottle doesn't matter as much as the storing conditions. Mm. Um, you know, like you said, the, the the brown bottles they filter a lot more light, but that depends on how much light the bottles are exposed to. Right. You know, uh, I'm looking here at all the labels. The spot would stand out because it's the only green. Uh, yep, the the goose would stand out based on the label. It's got a much more modern feel to it. And really, the uh, mothers and the Avita they look very similar. You know, the checkered patterns in the background, you got a lot of browns in the logo. Right. Um, the Sierra Nevada uh, is a short, squatty one, like a beat in Mothers, but it's got the orange and gold. I would, I would, you, would, you would call that orange and gold, right? right. Or red yeah. and gold, maybe? And then the Victory, the Victory probably looks more like a cheaper beer. As and I was so surprised game. how good that tasted. Yeah. Like. I mean, that was... Well, and again, you know, I talked about the, the label. That might be the first one we had, had, but I was. I was more shocked. I was shocked by eating goose the most right. as far as what they tasted like. Yeah, the goose one really surprised me as far as I think I liked that one the best. Victory probably came in second. Yeah, which is surprising for me. Came in what I rated them, but when you're 
you're looking at just the bottles themselves, Victory, that label, I could go back on my computer right now and recreate or make that label and print it out. You know what I mean? Like, it's very simple. It's very plain. It looks if I if I was looking at them on a shelf, I would assume that one was the one that kind of would be maybe a homebrew. Mm -hmm. But for y'all to say that it's a second place taste for y'all, that that says a lot. Would now be a good time to do our chance encounters, or doing the chance encounters with the podcast? Oh, I forgot about chance encounters. Oh, yeah, it would be a good time. All right, so what's going on in October? If this is coming out the second. Well, me and Rob are going to go to P Ridge this weekend, but I've got so much schoolwork; it's just not happening. It's just not feasible. Aww. Where we go? Uh, Wasted half the podcast on that. Oh, that's <laughs> I know, right? No, I'm just kidding. But uh, we'll we'll go to another event soon. Yeah. So we'll, that opportunity has been lost. October. Let's see. Let's let's uh, check out the calendar here. I will say on the tenth. Yeah. Robbie, Joey, and I will be at the Great Raft. Second anniversary party. Oh. Great, Great Raft, for those that don't know, is a brewery in uh, Shreveport that I've been fond of for a while, and we've had several of their beers. And we actually we did go to their first year anniversary party last year, so and we had a really good time. We had a really good time, and I'm looking well, for, I'm looking forward to this one. On the tenth, on the tenth, while you three are down at Great Raft, I will be helping with the church food pantry. Oh yeah. So just uh. Don't out there. Hey, revisiting uh, what we just did. Well, uh, hang on. Chance Encounters, real quick. Sorry. Um, Finish up again, what we're doing. It, it, it comes out this episode. Y'all, If y'all are listening to it, the day it comes out, today's the second. Tomorrow, the third, Russell and I will be in St. Francisville, Louisiana at the Warrior Dash. Woo-hoo! Woo! Uh, so y'all come out and laugh at us as we, uh, as we drag ourselves through that obstacle course. Um, I'm very interested to see how we do. And then on the 16th, 17th, and 18th is the Dallas Comic Con Fan Days. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'll be out there. I don't know what combination of, of folks will be out there, but that's what I've got coming up in October. Are you cosplaying? I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna do my Matt Matt Murdock cosplay again. Sweet. It was comfortable. It was easy. I got a lot of recognition. I'm gonna try to update it a little bit. Maybe get some better quality glasses. And then on the 31st Halloween day, uh, Saturday. I don't know if we're going that far in October, but that's the Ben Loman uh, Halloween Carnival. So any listeners that have children. Um, if you even know where Ben Lomond is, the Halloween carnival it does it does amaze me how many people turn out for that. It is um, a good one. It, it is. I mean, I, I would say uh, as far as my October tenth, Great Raft, Russell and Rob, sixteenth, uh, my band plays a show in Hot Springs at Maxine's. Starts about eight on the sixteenth, October sixteenth. So come out. Might try to record. I'll talk about the guys. I might try to get to record and uh, maybe me and a couple of fellows on the way down there have a little talk about music. Cool. Alright, what do we got on the numbers there, Rob? Alright, we were kind of harsh on some of our beers, but, you know, honestly, I was a little surprised by the results. Uh, starting at number six, our lowest rated overall at an average of 2.1. Spotting. That's hmm. right. <laughs> you folks in Munich. <laughs> or, or we as Americans have such poor... Uh, I have great beer taste. I don't know what you're talking about. Just saying, the Arkansans are not impressed with what you're pumping out on a year-wide thing, calling it Oktoberfest. All right. <laughs> Moving on to uh, number five, Mothers. Mothers came out at a 2.33 average on a five scale. Uh, no surprise there. I mean, it was, it was all right, but just wasn't great. 
And then moving on to four, Abita uh, at 2.43. And then moving up to number three slot, Sierra Nevada at 3.05, okay, on the average. And number two, Victory. All right, and that was at a 3.8 on the five scale. That's a pretty good score, then. <laughs> yeah. And last, certainly not least, best Oktoberfest tonight, overall rated, Goose Island at 4.03. Oh, three. I'm going to have to say, that one came as a surprise. I did yeah, not expect that. I did I not expect that at all. Honestly, I thought Sierra Nevada was going to be one of the best ones, and it rated it one of the worst of the beers that we had tonight. Any other final closing thoughts on well, that? Well, even more than that, I thought that the spotting would be at least more have a more respectable showing than last place. Right. I figured it would be in the top three, but it's it's at the bottom. That's surprising. Uh, Sometimes tradition is not all it's cracked up to be in this eh. world. <laughs> like I commented, the reality doesn't always mean yeah. fantasy. <laughs> well, and even then, if you if you go to Munich. Okay, and you and you do the same beer tasting, the same beers in Munich with people who drink traditional Oktoberfest. That rating would be completely different. Oh, oh yeah. well, I mean, everybody's got their own test. So, I mean, that's always something to keep in mind. Like, for instance, if I were to ask each of y'all what y'all color y'all thought in Oktoberfest, it would be amber, most likely. Mm-hmm. Most of Oktoberfest that's actually served. In Munich, from what I read, 1990 onward, golden. Well, I was I was just about to say they changed that at some point, and apparently it was around 1990. And so, someone else told me when I was reading too, confirmed as well that more Hellas is actually drank than on Oktoberfest beer. Hellas is a light German lager, okay? Like you remember that one Hawaiian beer you like? Yeah. What is it? Uh, bikini lager. Bikini lager. It's well, actually a Hellas. There's absolutely no fl- Well, there's little flavor to it. It's very light beer. Maui Brewing Company. It started out, Oktoberfest used to be really heavy, dark lager. But as this went on, it's got lighter and lighter and lighter. And But uh, luckily for some of our uh, microbrews, they're, they're keeping it alive and making some good Oktoberfest. So I'm pleasantly surprised by that. Okay. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of going to wrap up our... Um what we will tentatively call our first annual Oktoberfest tasting. Hopefully we'll be able to do this again next year. But before we leave, I just want to remind everybody uh, where they can reach us at. There's the Facebook page, facebook.com slash podcastacc. Tweet us at podcastacc. There's a theme there. Or we do have an email address. You can shoot us an email at chanceconversation at gmail.com. And like Billy said earlier, about to take a picture of all these bottles that we tasted uh, so you can get a look and critique Billy on his his artistic judgments. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If y'all, if y'all at all want to critique me on my artistic capabilities, <laughs> again, I've, I've never had a single class or hour spent <laughs> educating in graphic design, but uh, I don't know. He reads the most comic books. That counts for I read the most comic books, yeah. so in the mind, and, the, and the ideas of these guys, that, that makes me... Uh, I want to contribute. That's a lot of art. Yeah. That's going to wrap us up. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks when we do our next uh, full episode. We'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks. It's a colloquialism.
Alright, y'all have a good night. Alright, pros!